Bonjour, dear listeners. Salutations, dear listeners. This is Boneyards and Boo Jumps. A uh, Shadowrun Anarchy actual play podcast now, I guess. An 1879 RPG actual play podcast. So I figured this would be, this debrief thing would be cool as a GM also to get uh, questions <laughs> to the players, as it were, too. But that sounds uh, like an idea, yeah. Yeah, kind of like how Thornvale does their debrief thing, just a bit more, you know, just an informal, like, hey, let's go over what we remember Going from on, the first it's season. Been a while. So yeah, we've got the last uh, episodes out now. Um, so the whole season, quote-unquote, is complete. So I was thinking of going to each kind of roundtable, each player, and I got the kind of questions that um just to jog your memories and things like that and because it's been over a year uh etc but maybe i'll start with noah uh most memorable thing that happened in the 1879 campaign so far mm. memorable thing mm. i would say probably pam's character turning into a dwarf oh yeah so when <laughs> madame trefini went through the portal and got portal warped into yep. a dwarf is that, that was hilarious. That was that was uh, that was something. That was that's sure. Oh my god! <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, uh, Eric. What was your most memorable moment? Oh gosh, there was a lot of fun stuff that happened with um, Jacoby, and probably the thing that's sticking out most in my head is the fact that time travel possession was involved. And big time GM shenanigans. Yeah, that was something that was startling that I just like, holy shit. Although I do feel bad that I, that I am picking something that focuses on my character. No, that's perfectly fine. Cause that that, could, that's just me. Sometimes it's other characters. Sometimes it's your own character because that's your focus as a player. I mean, you get yeah. surprised by your own things. Um, yeah, and Pam, what was the most memorable for you? Uh, honestly, there's two with Matt. Yeah, that's cool. It was, holy crap, I'm a dwarf. Yep. But that's always also fun. yelling at Jacoby because he picked me up and carried me out in my nightgown. <laughs> exactly. That and was, I was hilarious. Not yet, and just being like so <laughs> mad at him. Oh like that was one of my most memorable favorite moments of it, of the whole thing is just that like role play interaction. Oh my god, yeah. Because well, that was for me is like my favorite. That, that was pretty good. I too yeah. enjoy roleplay interactions like that. Yeah. yeah. I'm trying to think of the most memorable for me now. And I'm kind of brought back to I think it's the Lady Blessingdon's crystal stuff. Because it kind of blew my mind that you asked about that. Because it perfectly it worked how perfectly that fit out because you asked about it and i was just like okay yeah that's cool and i go look it up and i'm like does pam know what this thing did and i do compare- a little bits about it but not that yeah that it literally was famous for predicting that prince albert um uh would die and he did but in 1879 he did not that that was pretty fun and so it was like wow this is quite a like this will be quite the uh what do you call it mcguffin or something <laughs> yeah either that or chekhov's gun if i yeah, know my tropes yeah yeah it would be a chekhov's gun kind of thing which is why it became kind of central suddenly and i hadn't 
thought of anything like that before, but I love it when like a player's like, yeah, I want this thing and I use it. And then it's like, oh, this can become central to everything. Yeah. Um, and it was totally unintentional. I just happened to look up, I was looking up the era and like items, yeah. like this, like this sort of fortune telling medium type stuff of the era. And I saw that and I, was, yeah. I read a little bit, a few things about it. Like it, all it was that I saw was like who it had passed to. Yeah. And why and stuff like that. And I was like, oh, that's really cool. That would be totally something that could be like looked for. Yeah. Yeah. And it works so perfectly because it allowed to weave in the like kind of yeah. meta plotty stuff that I actually did had, had no intent originally of addressing until we uh, got into the, I started doing the stuff that had Jacob B kind of in a weird alternate space thing. Um, that, that was pretty cool. Yeah, and then I realized what that actually meant. And at first I dismissed it and then I went, "You know what? I'm going to go with it." <laughs> I'm going to Which who knows if they are if when, when they were writing all this, they even knew about that sort of idea. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I sure as hell didn't. No. Yep. No, it was awesome. <laughs> and that was just really funny and fun. Yep. That something all I right. just kind of like Google <laughs> Google randomly Google searched for information just to help you know, flesh yep. out the character worked out so beautifully. So the next question I have, and I'll start with Noah, is what do you? What's the biggest mystery to you that's left in terms of like what you don't know an answer to? Oh dear. Um. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. I'm gonna go with the uh, the squid things, and what the <laughs> heck are they doing, and why are they here? Well, you answered oh, I it. Love them. Squ- yeah. yeah, they're doing squid things. Yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll reveal a little bit of behind of where it originally came from. And it's kind of an unexpected source. It actually has, and I guess I got to tell Jules about this. It comes from something from Jules's podcast. Um, their podcast, they do this thing sometimes. There's, a, there's three hosts to it, and they sometimes share these things on it called stat blocks that aren't literally like number stats, but they're actually just stories that could be fit into any RPG. Oh, there nice. was There was a particular little short story she told at one point that ended with something that involved a kind of cetacean squid that kind of thing that was really interesting it was like oh i gotta use that somewhere and that's actually what ended up tying into this so uh this is where i end up using it that's where it originated from but yeah that's uh that's cool that you're wondering what's going on there what about you eric biggest mystery oh gosh i honestly keep Going back to that vision that I had in right. that dream yeah. time, I, I've been dying to explore that a little more. Yep. So when you got attacked by the cats and you were <laughs> talking to who's it face, the, the yeah, on, on that ship, yeah. yeah, that, that ship with the, um, the map on the table and yep. the other realm and all of that. It's like, yeah. Yeah. So that definitely will be dove into at some point soon. It Huzzah. does. It, yeah. I won't say too much more to give away anything really. So, Oh, for sure. Um, Pam, what about you? Um, Madam Trefini and her like read card reading visions that are starting, that were starting to happen. Like right, she yeah. was not expecting anything like that to start happening. And it's still, <laughs> really explained why things like that are happening and 
So that like, adds to my most. Medium, but she doesn't yeah. feel quite right. That adds to my like most memorable moments would be the tarot card stuff too. <laughs> yep, it's always fun. Yep, that's I, always interesting. I love adding like little elements like that to my characters. So yeah, being able, having a DM who lets me is great. Oh yeah, and that gives me more material though too. That's the other fun part. <laughs> Because if the cards say something, oh, maybe that might actually happen somehow. Like, or did it up. somehow relate to what's already happening? Yeah. Kind of freaky. Yep. It, it can give me directions in terms of something I knew or already knew was happening, but gives me like maybe some extra context that I can present it in. Let's go to Noah with the next question. What do you think will happen next? <laughs> oh, dear. What do I think is going to happen next? I absolutely have no idea. <laughs> and that's the best Good. part. Yeah. Uh, Eric? Oh, gosh. I'm kind of with Noah here. Just I'm here for the ride. And Pam? Okay, let's see. The things <laughs> are going to happen. <clears throat> We've got, there's going to be some big battle with like some undead happening. Okay. Well, not undead, but like the, the weird bone undeady type things that we've been like having bits of throughout oh yeah okay so the bones like the marked bones and stuff yeah. like there's going to yeah. be some big sort of fight against with that dealing with that okay. um we went and saw that future vision so we know there's going to be some sort of potential there yeah for that sort of a fight and then there's there's the things i i would love to see happen but i mean probably won't fairies <laughs> okay, okay. that could be fun yeah <laughs> that could be very fun yeah it would be fairy fun <laughs> oh fair enough oh, man. oh dear oh my so i'm gonna <laughs> toss some, <laughs> i'm gonna toss some text in the general channel and this is a tag that was added to the end of the last episode as a little bit of a preview and actually Susanna played the role of the dwarf in this to give you a taste of who is going to be joining at one point in the future. But yeah, take a quick read through that and see if you have any questions about or any thoughts as to what you think is going on. So what do you think is going on? And just to give you a sense of what the context of this, there was that room you passed through um, that would have been the last two episodes as it was, as it was edited the last session we had where oh. there was the bone statues uh, not statues, but you know, they're kind of like the dinosaurs there. Yep. But I recall that Madame Trefini kind of skipped on doing much by way of astral sight or interrogating anything particularly much because she was pretty injured at the time. Yes, I'd rolled some poorly, yeah. poorly things. I <laughs> believe you got, you, you got yeah. some sense that there was a bit of magic potentially from one of the skeletons but you didn't really interrogate it at all so oh didn't really have time either yeah so what do you think is going on there definitely uh, some sort I'm, of other creature but i'm wrong. guessing they found something that they can use to reanimate the undead okay because it's being replaced with plaster bones and right yeah. because we did the plaster bone work. thing yep it's not so a dinosaur which may Makes me think that it's a dragon. <laughs> it's very possible. Or something from a high magic time. Yeah. 
Yeah. Like a dragon. Like a dragon. Or yeah. Other, or other creature. There's or lots other of creature. Yeah, there's lots of creatures. As you've seen, like from the Grove in HD 1879, which we haven't explored at all, there is dinosaurs there too. So. And giant uh, insects. Yay. And gigantic insects. Cool. Yay. All right. Giant. What were my other questions here? So, um, something that I've I wrote down here as like uh, just on the GM side of things, like things that surprised the, the game master. <laughs> oh dear! I'd say Willie and the explosion for one thing. You remember how we rolled? I think we rolled initiatives to see who would go first at the end of a session uh, to see if you could warn Willie in time before he pressed the button on a steam car, mm -hmm. leading to explosion. You rolled really high. I remember something like that, uh, but we saved it to the next session for Willie to roll then. And I had an explode on the dice. Yep. yep. And kablooey. <laughs> we tried. Yep. Uh, another <laughs> surprising thing from my perspective was Jacoby allowing Rowan to take over. That was absolutely perfect timing. I mean, I did you know, not plan I that at all. I, I like to think that I have some sort of, you know, writer's sense of timing. <laughs> <laughs> I did not expect that at all. I would have just let it ride and something else may have happened. Um, yeah, crystal ball I wrote down here, but I mentioned that earlier. Um, the beard for the dwarf lady. That was kind of a fun, unexpected thing. Um, and the astral sight critical failures. Oh my God. Those were fantastic. <laughs> I mean, we've never seen that many critical failures for any one thing. Like, usually it's one thing here and there, not continuously the same thing. Yeah. Yeah, you, you were just burning your eyeballs out with that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. She was blind for a while. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I've got a little note here of things that did not happen from a GM perspective. Um, the Shadowrun stuff. Oh, yeah. Um, here is. We could have gone deeper into Third Life. I actually had a longer scenario in mind, but the role-playing and everything was so good that it would have taken up like two more sessions. So I was like, I did a <laughs> abbreviated kind of version, which actually works better, I think, because it, it actually leaves a bit more mystery um, to what actually happened fair enough. and all that. Um, I mean, that's fair, yeah. The other thing that didn't happen would be, um, yeah, that final session, like I originally basically planned that, yeah, once we get to the kind of fifth act, as it were, like all bets were off, like... I was going to present you with a scenario that I wasn't even sure if was winnable. Like I was perfectly reasonable with either wiping the party or getting them all captured. So, uh, probably not wiping the entire party, but maybe someone would die and the rest would be captured. Mm. Um, and then getting the guests um, who had come to the show to form a party to like rescue them or whatever, that kind of thing was like on the table as an option. Oh, nice. So, oh dear. So because it was kind of our fun side thing and it's not like, you know, probably a gigantic deal if someone dies because we could work out, you know, I always like to work it out as a GM. Do you want this character to continue? If yes, then we work it out narratively. There's going to be some consequences or something mm -hmm. Makes sense. unsavory Makes might happen with them, et cetera. But you guys actually completely disarmed the entire scenario <laughs> with the whole charging in, pretending to be the people who were shot at. <laughs> which I did not see coming and which made perfect sense. Cause it was not exactly an organized, um, like army of people or anything like that. It was just like a kind of work operation that you broke into. Uh, I mean, there was a rail gun there. 
which didn't do very well. It got taken out pretty quick, if I remember correctly. And I guess the other super surprising thing would have been the squid flying through the air uh, and being shot down. Yeah. Like, that's a perfect ending. If we had just ended the RPG, like the the podcast and everything there, I'd be like, yeah, that's a good ending. That's like, if we never played again, that would be it. Like, that's that's a great ending. (laughs) But we, we will definitely be doing more. Um, yeah, any uh, anything else that you think I might have like that you might have questions about in terms of like oh I did miss a thing here um, starting with Noah I guess what's your favorite part of the setting or the system of 1879 I like the fact that ghosts are around that's pretty fun um, we definitely leverage that yeah <laughs> um, yeah no I really enjoy the fact that there's like random ghosts and weird stuff always happening even yeah. if you have no idea what the heck is going on it's still entertaining yeah, and I actually have a, like, as a GM right now, a kind of working theory as to how they work and also how the time travel stuff works. Because if I didn't work that out, it would just be like all bets are off and it's hard to follow a narrative uh, in any way. So I know exactly how the time travel works in this system, the way I'm setting it, basically. Hey, because that was um, going to be my other one. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, going back in time is weird. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't really intend to do that originally, but then it was just like, you know, 1879 is kind of the story of the game coming about is kind of a diversion of of sorts because everyone knows that Shadowrun comes after Earthdawn. So what's this other thing? Clearly there was, and even in the books, it says diversion point, diversion point or whatever, you know, because Shadowrun, when it was written, was in the future from when it was written. Like it was 2011, it's written that things diverged, but it was written in like 1988 when they they wrote that whereas this is you know they wrote it in what 2015 or so about a divergence point in 1850s somewhere around there so obviously they have to establish a divergence um yeah eric what is your favorite part of the system or setting for 1879 yeah it's got to be the setting i've i've long enjoyed kind of um what i now know as steampunk but more weird west yeah um which is why i chose to be the the american cowboy rather than someone from victorian england yeah um as much as i used to always like you know sherlock holmes and all that uh i just there there's something more appealing to me about the wild west and adding in the weird tech and the supernatural i mean one of my favorite shows that i rewatched fairly constantly is the adventures of briscoe county jr with bruce campbell well good old bruce campbell from like 90 94 i think it was and it was a one season wonder on fox but my god it was so fun (laughs) that's cool yeah i like that your character kind of was different in that way Mm -hmm. you're from america so you got this other well texas even Mm because in this system texas is its own thing yeah Uh, never got added to the union kind of thing so that's a whole other thing to explore too but yeah alternative uh alternative past it's very it's alternative histories interesting Mm -hmm. stuff it really is um pam what about you the favorite part of setting or system i love the timeline that it's set in because I mm-hmm. I love that I'm actually able to go and do research on the timeline and sort Ooh, of yeah. 
be able to twist that into the character instead of just sort of it being in a world I don't know anything about. Yeah. Or something like that. This is, it's based in a world I can actually look at and know some of the history of. Yeah, some things have changed yeah. because of the divert point of divergence, but I can still know the basics. And so it allows for all those weird, interesting moments. That's funny because that was that gave me a little bit of intimidation as a GM because it's like when you're dealing with fantasy world, you just make things up. When you're dealing with the real world, when you make things up, you can be fact checks on your stuff if you don't know it very well. So that's the part that makes me like, oh no, there's just too much to know. How much do you need to know? And then eventually you just get used to it, um, which is why I shied, used to shy away from systems like Monster of the Week where it's like, yeah, it's modern day. And it's like, but I don't know everything. <laughs> <laughs> But if you start in a limited setting, you can you can sandbox everything yeah. probably fairly fine. Oh yeah, and as long as you have like players who are cool with it, it yeah, does exactly. Matter. That's the other thing. Yeah, and that's what can be a, a little bit intimidated by like 1879's books and things like that. There's a lot of stuff in there. Oh. There's a lot of things that are just like I don't know any of that stuff. Like, well, I know some of it, but not all of it. You know, like the crafting system. Yeah, where we had to well, do the the Coles notes so that we could figure out how the hell to work it. There's that L's too. Well, they just mean more like the history and everything, too. Yeah, that too. Oh, God. So you kind of almost have to choose a niche that you're within and kind of stay in your lane and stay in your bounds for a bit and then carve out little spots where you like. That's why the first thing I did was just like, okay, there's a place in the country because that I can deal with. I can't deal with downtown London right off the bat. Fair enough. <laughs> like, there's just too much I don't know. I don't know enough about downtown London either. <laughs> it's just fun to be able to like research little bits and yeah. like like the orb and all those things and yeah, how most of them were really were just like these shysters trying yeah. to make money. Oh yeah, that was one of my favorite things about Madame Trefini, This idea yeah. of a medium who used to be a fake Shiner. and isn't anymore. Yeah, I mean she still has her whole shop set up for yeah. being a shyster, but she doesn't need it anymore. Now it's full of, like, actual artifacts she's finding. Instead of, like, crazy weird things she's made up. So another fun thing we did, and this isn't really setting and system, but just ended up having guests every, roughly every, like, arc, there was a guest. That was fun. Whether it was, like, Kirsten popping in or, like, when we got... Uh, charlotte back um who we had done the the one off you know we didn't record uh we did the uh quick start from 1879 as a thing where yeah. um amos was a human still at the time and doing weird science and charlotte was also weird, weird science. science yeah and um largely similar characters but um you know there were some differences because you know amos changed and I thought it was kind of funny when Charlotte was like, oh, you don't do weird science anymore? Oh, <laughs> I was kind of sad nope. about it. Good old, good old looking glass fever. <laughs> <laughs> Got a new idea, a outlook on life and new ways to do things. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was fun. Um, <laughs> yeah. Any questions you have of the GM in terms of like, I don't know. Um, I, I'm kind of modeling someone off of what Thornvale does with their like, Q and A's they do they do with every arc basically, but this is for a whole season. But is there anything you'd want to ask the GM about the game? Uh, pretty good actually. <laughs> <laughs> good. Um, if I if I research more crazy weird items, can I have them? 
<laughs> it's possible. <laughs> Certainly okay. the last one worked out really well. I have one question that's just in hole. What happened to the cat? Oh, yeah. It's at Norano Trefini's house, right? Yeah, it's still living your house, as far as I remember. Yeah. Because yeah. exactly. Eric's character had it, and I think I, he, he's the one who took it, but I think I had it because he needed a yeah. place for it to stay. Yep. Yeah. So it's actually not at Trefini's house. It's currently at Amos's house being looked after by his man. That is by true. Thomas. Yeah, by, by Thomas. 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 Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So there was, um, I just remember now, there's Huerco Ocio. Mm-hmm. which is something that um, another mystery that <laughs> Jacoby will be involved with at some point. Although that one's going to be definitely a slow burn item, uh, how that's coming about, the whole Tyrion and Og stuff, etc. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Cool. Well, I think that's good enough to end on if you don't have any questions. It's actually kind of nice that you don't necessarily have any predictions of what's happening next and all that, because oh. that tells me like there's like, you know, it's kind of wide open. Oh yeah. <laughs> For me to oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. do whatever. Um, and yeah, that great. things largely feel kind of wrapped up, I guess, if that makes sense, uh, is what it sounds like to me, which is good. Because the thing that um, always kind of drives me bonkers in the Earthdawn campaign is it's really hard to wrap everything up and then continue. There's always going to be something lingering from like 20 sessions ago that I'll forget about that will be in the podcast or something. And it'll be like, whatever happened to that? Yeah. It's like, <laughs> like the Arc of Vane? <laughs> We still haven't gotten back to that place. Uh, the, the Ark of Ivan. Oh, yeah, that's a long-term thing, but yeah, that's true. Uh, we still have to go <laughs> back to that place. There's there's a lot kind of going on in that. So yeah, cool. Hmm. Well, that's good. We'll be back soon. More, more 1879 then. Woo! Fun. Sounds fun. <laughs>